0: Hello, hello, hello. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker podcast on the YouTube channel Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Welcome to episode number 11, where we are going to dive into the trauma bond. I'm going to branch out from a question that I answered today, well, earlier today on Quora, okay, because there was a question that came across my feed and I thought, you know what? I need to answer this because we don't want people, you know, get, um, thinking that you can rush through it and that you can break the trauma bond like immediately. It doesn't work like that. All right. So I know I don't like to be the bearer of bad news, but we have to outgrow and get rid of that thought process for instant gratification because there's no way that you're going to be able to break a trauma bond like overnight it just does not happen there's too much going on you know with the renewing of the mind as god is rebalancing things back out so there's too much going on it's too much to sort through all the mud and the muck so there's no way to break that trauma bond like i, I would hey it'd be nice <laughs> not gonna lie about that yeah yeah i mean it would we all, you know, wishful thinking, but it, it's not going to happen overnight. And so to help y'all put it in perspective, there's a lot of, um, different reasons, you know, to consider as well. I mean, like, okay, so how many narcissistic abusers did we get trauma bonded to? Many of us come to find out that it was more than one, right? Uh, many of us find that out. And so it takes a while there's, that's why it gets easier, though. Once we're able to break trauma bond, let's say with the first three or four, right, out of, let's say, 15, okay, and for some of us, it was more than that, okay, so once we're able to break that trauma bond, right, with, uh, you know, a good handful, and we get it, that's just how God helped us practice, okay, with breaking the trauma bond, because every circumstance is going to be unique, right, the type of so-called addictionship, if you will, that we had with narcissistic abuser. I mean, there was a plethora of reasons. So it's like I said in, a, in the answer on Quora about that, that was it romantic? Was it platonic? Was it a co-worker? Was it, you know, a family member? What Or other? Whatever. I mean, seriously. So we have to consider so many things. This is why CHA, we know, we utilize that salutogenic approach, because we know there is no one-size-fits-all to all there's no one size fits all solution. There you go. <laughs> Let's try to get that out. Right? There's no one size fits all solution for all survivors. It's just no, because now there's crossover, yes, right, with the narcissistic behaviors and things like that. But we come to learn there's also some nuances as we're learning about the different flavors of them. This is another reason why the trauma bond it's not going to get broken immediately because of the different flavors, too, because, well, we have to learn about those first. And for some of us, it was easier to break the trauma bond with, let's say, a family member first, because once we realized that for those for those who realized they have been going through narcissistic abuse their entire life, that kind of does make it a little bit easier. It still takes a little time because you have to digest that you know what I'm saying, it's like if you digest it and you have to go, oh, okay, and then you learn about Matthew 10:37 and all that the important stuff that we must learn there and so, you know, it's all about just, you know, time and space, that's why we're big on that but y'all always want to make sure you give yourself the time and space you need to heal, because breaking the trauma bonds is part of the healing process, it goes hand in hand, because again our, spirit, our, our spiritual warfare here is for the mind, right, remember God tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not are not carnal. So let's cover the scripture that goes with that. How about that? Yes. Because, it you know, when we learn this, we realize that, mm, okay, now we know what we're up against. Right? You'll find it in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going to cover verses 3 through 5, right? Because it all ties into, you know, break the, yep, that pulling down of the strongholds, right? So starting with verse 3. It's for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. The narcissistic abusers believe the opposite. Verse four for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, aka breaking trauma bond. Verse number five casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself, against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You see, that's why many of us are like, okay, now we start to understand that picking up our cross and following Jesus, yep, that's what it's all about, breaking the trauma bonds, the pulling down of strongholds, because we come to learn that we all got trauma bonded to the world first. Right? That's right. And why? Because the enemy knew if he could get us trauma-bonded to the world first and groom us to do what? Tolerate the abuse. That's right. So once he could do that, then it would be easier for us to get trauma-bonded to one of his flying monkey narcissistic abusers, which is exactly what he wants. Okay? Because never forget the number one goal okay, for the enemy is to try and turn as many people into a narc as he possibly can. And still, that is mindset. Because only those with the ism mindset can e- are the ones who can even go out there and attempt to buy and sell souls. And I will share with you all that, yes, God revealed it to me, that the enemy sent a certain entity across my path to see, to give it that one more try. To see if he could get me to accept the inner mindset and it didn't work. Because I saw what they were doing. They tried to make me out to be bigger than, mm-mm, no, not putting me up on an imaginary pedestal. Don't do that. That's idolatry. And so we're not to do that. And I remember, because I wanted to bring to light how narcissistic abusers, okay, like to ride on the coattail of other people's successes. Uh-huh, and if they can't do that, what do they try to do? tear it down. That's right. That's how the enemy works. But as always, God is in full control and the enemy can't stop God. So we gotta really understand that and to trust God and to know that you know what, no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. <laughs> Many of us are living proof to that. So we never want to forget it. All right, because breaking trauma bond, it is totally one hundred percent doable, but it's gonna take time. Right? Yeah, I mean if Man, it would be great if there was a magic wand that you could just say, okay, trauma bond, break. (laughs) But it doesn't work that way. Because the truth is, you know, because the trauma bond is just like an addiction, right? And I'm going to go ahead and uh, real quick, I want to say a quick thank you to all y'all. When you slide on into this thing and uh, give that thumb a thumbs up, give the video a thumbs up. We highly appreciate it, you know, because that's how we help each other in the community here you know that hitting the like is just another form of showing the support and also to help the content get to our fellow chosen survivors as well that's how we help each other out in this community okay there you go and so we highly appreciate that but as i said in the answer also on quora is that because the trauma bond is very much like a drug addiction to a psychoactive substance let's be clear here okay because listen I went back to my toxicology knowledge and went through my books and I said, okay, we got to be specific because the trauma bond is very much like a a drug addiction to psychoactive substances, okay? Because there are other substances that are not psychoactive. They're still toxic, yes, but they're not psychoactive. So there's a a huge difference, right? Because that constant push-pull. Uh, on the dopamine and norepinephrine, a.k.a. adrenaline, that's not normal, okay? God did not design our bodies and brains to be to be constantly a push-pull like that, right? But that's what psychoactive substances do, the immediate high and then the, the withdrawal, the high, the withdrawal, the high, the withdrawal. You see the connection, okay? Because, the you know, the love bomb devalue, love bomb devalue, exactly. Same process. That's not a coincidence. It plays on the exact same key players. Okay, you all can always learn a lot more about all of that with God's wisdom and additional basic scientific facts in the course, How the Trauma Bonus Form. All right, That's it. Cha Academy And so that way you get a better understanding. Because I'm real big on this. I'm myself and many others out here can attest to this that once you learn. What's going on, and what the trauma bonding is, and what it's supposed to do, and you learn how to break the trauma bond, the pulling down a stronghold, right? And then you get as much education and and information to become well versed in narcissism and how it operates. Oh man, you will never get trauma bonded to another narcissistic abuser again. And I'm and to give you all an example for illustration that entity that was trying to yes they were they were trying to trauma bond me to them (laughs) when i realized that i (laughs) still laughing okay because i i mean it is so intriguing to watch that i'll have my just say no to the trauma bond hoodie or t-shirt on and i walk in somewhere and they still try anyway (laughs) it's like dude i'm not trying to present a challenge here (laughs) It's hilarious. It really, truly is. They continue to try anyway. Because, listen, remember something. All right? What does the enemy like to do? Yes, he always tries what used to work in the past. Okay? Never forget, the enemy lives where? In the past. So he's always going to try the same stuff. Again, he has no new tricks. So once we recognize that they're trying to love Obama, It was like, oh, oh! I detected the saccharine sweet. Don't y'all listen? (laughs) If any of you were sitting there wondering if I was catching on to any of it, I was. Okay, I was. Okay, it's just I was putting dots together. I was making connections. Okay, because there was that was something else God needed me to learn, as far as on the societal level, and that how the enemy would always try to be sneaky. And I was like yeah no okay because i knew that i was being viewed as a shiny new toy and i was like okay case study time y'all know how we do it up in here (laughs) oh yeah all right so there you go it was just case study time i didn't tell anybody about that i didn't say a word Okay, because that was just something that God said, I right, I just got to be paying attention to because I was, I was sensing it and I was like, all right, there's something else going on here because I was like, this is not 100% foolproof here. <laughs> so it's just another part of the journey. You know, it's the learning curve. And so that way I was able to bring it all to you all. That's right. To help you, you know, be aware of the different types of marketing and things like that because it's very, very, very common out there, all right? There's a right way and there's a wrong way. As always, with the law of polarity in this world, you're always going to have, yep, you're going to have two sides to every coin, right? No matter what. But as far as breaking those trauma bonds, you know, when you get focused on doing that, it'll happen. It will happen. It has to happen. Because we are to be pulling down those strongholds, right? Getting, You know, casting down all those vain imaginations, a.k.a. the fantasy. Yeah, I remember the fairy tale fantasy? that the enemy tried to instill in our mind and make us think that that's how we're supposed to live our lives and that that's how we're supposed to be. Yes, you do this and you do this and you do this. Then you get the house and a white picket fence and you ride off on the back of a white horse into the sunset. Uh, no, that's not real. All right, but that is what the enemy has conditioned a lot of people into believing. So a lot of us, we had to un- we have to unlearn that. That's part of breaking the trauma bond, right there. Yes, the trauma bond to the world and the trauma bond to the narcissistic abuser. That actually can be done at the same time, because once it sinks in that that fantasy, all the future faking, the the moving the goalpost to, to keep us strung along, okay, to keep us on a string, and trauma bonded, right? Yeah, once we learn that all of the, you know, it's like many of us had as grown adults. We should take all of those fairy tale books and put them in a pile and to get rid of them. <laughs> and you know what? Just get rid of them. Because it's not serving the kingdom. Not serving God's kingdom whatsoever. That's for entertainment, which is fine while we're in our childhood and developing and growing and things like that. But when we get aha uh-huh, into God's reality and we put all that stuff away. All the old things are passed away now. All right? Ah, there you go. Making more scripture connection here. All right? So, breaking the trauma bond. So, once we continue to do that, again, it gets easier, okay, going forward, the more that we do them. So, we want to always keep in mind, though, that, again, there's differences, okay, based on a number of factors involved, okay? Like I said at the beginning, that it's just... You know, work, family, romantic versus non-romantic. I mean, all kinds of things. But I'll tell y'all something: that if it's if it if it's a coworker or if it's a uh, you know a non-romantic relationship, those trauma bonds tend to be a bit quicker to break. Okay, a bit easier and quicker to break because you were not you were not emotionally well. Let's hope you were not emotionally invested in it you know, if it was non-romantic, all right, but there will still be a little bit of a trauma bond because you form some kind of a bond, right, okay, and, you know, it was not, obviously not a healthy one, so, for example, like the ex-psychopath roommate, I didn't know that there was a little bit of a trauma bond there, but there was, it wasn't the, it wasn't the same type of trauma bond, so here's the nuance, caveat here, you all, all right, seriously, that it wasn't the same type of trauma bond. I was not emotionally invested in a romantic way. So breaking the trauma bond to that didn't take it only took about three weeks once I realized what I was dealing with and turned them into a case study. That just yeah, three weeks, I'm like, oh, we're done. Because, you know, I had to I had to vent, you know, I had to go through that. You know what I'm saying? I did. I had to go through the, the normal processes, but it wasn't a different type of trauma bond. And so that's the other thing to take into consideration, you know, with the time factor. And so now the the one that I was was romantically involved with, one of the NARCs, for about a year and a half or so, Uh, that one took, like I said in the answer on Quora, it took about six to seven months, roughly, in there to break that trauma bond, okay? Yes, because I was more intimate okay i was more emotionally invested so that's gonna take longer so there to help you put that in perspective as to why it takes so long so this kind of ties into another core question i came across where they were asking you know why are they still not over their ex who was abusive and it's because they're trauma bonded that's the simple answer right there if they're still not over the X, let's say a year or two years later, they're still not over, then that means they're trauma bonded. That's why, and they got to realize that though. See, we we all didn't realize that we were trauma bonded until we came across the term trauma bond and learned about it. Oh, now we understand. Okay, so that's how you you know, the you we we got to come to the realization of it first, right? There you go. And so once they understand that that's what why they're not over the x yet, it gets easier going forward, and they're able to get started with oh I got to break this trauma bond. You know if they really want to overcome that, they're like oh I got to get to work start breaking that trauma bond, but where do I start? Oh well that's why a lot of survivors end up on Quora, hmm and elsewhere doing research to find out where to start. You know because it's just to, the, the biggest tip. Is breaking that dependency on external validation that we're big about with ZHA. Because that really is, that's how we start. Okay, that's that's just one of many starting points, but it's a tried and true technique. Okay, it's to focus on because that's huge, that encompasses a lot with both the individual narcissistic abuser and the narcissistic abuse on the societal level. So that kind of ties in, that breaking the dependency on external validation just to give you all something for illustration. Yeah, God doesn't care about numbers. Uh Uh-uh. No, the only numbers he cares about is the ones that he guides us to for scripture. Okay, that's it. He doesn't care how many followers you have. He doesn't care how many likes we get. He doesn't care. No, God is like, so... (laughs) Like, God doesn't care about that. So that helps us break that dependency on those external validators. See, the world wants you to be dependent on those. They serve purposes, yeah, but we need to make sure we're utilizing them for the correct purposes. For example, to help get the message to others in the community, to help others, spiritual warriors for Christ, yeah, get this information. That's using these tools for the right reasons. Okay, but we're not dependent on it because we know God's going to do what God's going to do anyway. Oh, yeah, y'all, listen, I know we got haters, okay, but we're not getting, no, we're not giving them that kind of attention, okay? You know, they're going to do what they're going to do, but they ain't go, no, no, they're ain't they not going to stick around forever. <laughs> no, all right, that's the other thing we can learn in God's reality. They're not They're not going to stick around forever. Oh, some might come back and take a little peek, you know, and see if we're suffering like they would expect us to. No, we're not because we're at peace. We're with Godhead. All right? And we know God is not a God of suffering. Another reason why we start breaking those trauma bonds so that we don't get tricked into self-sabotage, right? There you go. Because that trauma bond did lead to a lot of us engaging in a little bit of that here and there. Remember, that's all part of the healing process. We all have to, you know, learn to unlearn doing that. (laughs) You see? We have to unlearn. It's like breaking bad habits, right? We have to unlearn doing that self-sabotaging and unlearn that uh, negative self-talk unlearn okay a lot of that that garbage that the world tried to tell us about ourselves and and that you hear me say that a lot in the channel i know well for a reason you know but i did yeah, i wanted to get on here this episode and highlight that about the trauma bond because it's huge as that once we learn about it and we know about it then we can start to take the necessary steps to break it get educated And fully healed. Because I'm here to tell y'all, when you're fully healed, you're not going to get trauma bonded again. Because you see right through when they're trying to do it. And they do it in subtle ways. And they do it in big ways. I got Yes, I've got a video I did quite a while ago on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Business, that talks all about that. And it's in the live stream replay list. Okay? The live stream replay list. And it's on the front. It's like, you know. Uh, questions, you know, love bombs. Okay, you'll see love bombs right there in the title. Okay, the subtle way, the big way. Right, so I, I go, I cover some of those on how they do it, and I'm gonna bring another one here to you all. That, yes, a big well, I guess this would be kind of like <laughs> an oxymoron right here. <laughs> I was gonna say a big, subtle way, actually. I mean, it's a common, subtle way. All right, there you go. A very common, subtle way that they will love bomb is by doing things, you know, yeah, quote unquote, doing something nice that you didn't ask for their help with. Let that sink in. Pay attention, okay? Let's for whatever it is. Okay, let's say you're in that a particular environment, and you have limited no contact, and the nurse and and the at least part time narcs, okay, will start doing, you know, not subtle. Nice thing, which is fine. But they're trying to trauma bond. Because we we did not ask them to do that. But, again, it's all about them. They want to appear as if they're truly 100% good. When, what? I've already seen the demon spirit. Hello. (laughs) You know, once we see it, we can't unsee it, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's, that's when they're trying to trauma bond. We're not falling for it. Uh Uh-uh, no. Because here's a huge thing, y'all, about the trauma bond that I need to bring to light. The trauma bond leads to that development of having expectations of other people. One more time to help that sink in. The trauma bond leads to the development of having expectations of other people. That leads to tricking us. Into self disappointment, because when we have expectations of other people, what what often happens? That's right. We're gonna always be disappointed. Right? Uh, and the narcissistic abusers they know this very well, and that's another reason why they do the trauma bonding, because they know that if they do these trauma bonds and and it builds up our level. For example, them doing something nice for us without us asking. They want to see if they can do it and build up an expectation that every day we'll be expecting them to have done that. Ah, you see the connection here. Like right? To see if that will get us out of character. Or to see if that'll make us mad because they didn't do it on a particular day for whatever reason. Because they've done that. That's a devout. That's yeah, a subtle devout. Right? They're love bombing by doing something when you ask them to do. And then one day they just because they want decide they want to try and punish, they don't do it. And they watch. Oh, they were. They were watching for my reaction. They didn't get one. I just went ahead and go, let me hit the button. and then go about my business. No, all about our heavenly father's business. No reaction. I felt nothing. Right, I'm telling y'all, you get to that point. And yes, they were. I caught I caught it out of the corner of my eye waiting to see if I was gonna have a a reaction. No. All right. so this is what I'm telling y'all. For those who have not gotten to this point yet, you will. I'm telling you. And yeah, I know some people are like, well what, does that mean that we're gonna grow numb to them? Well, kind of in a way. In a way you do because you you've shut down that empathy. Once you've identified that you're dealing with a human host that the enemy has access to, we shut it down. They don't get our empathy. They don't get our compassion, and we quite frankly don't care what happens to them because of the simple fact that they made the bed, they've got to sleep in it. I know that sounds harsh, but it's true. They made that bed, they got to sleep in it. Remember, Jesus tells us, let the dead bury their dead. We pick up on the cross and follow Jesus, and that's all. All eyes on Jesus, okay? And then when that happens, we follow and we obey. You know, Matthew ten thirty-seven. all right? We obey the Ten Commandments, right? We are with the Godhead, staying on that narrow path, okay? Because they're going to take each other out. That's God's master plan right there, right? That's why we got to walk away. That's another reason why God tells us from such turn away, even if it is just limited contact. We got to, you know what? That's it. They're the ones that dish out that abuse. They're they're doing it to themselves. Y'all, come on. That's the thing. They don't... uh, they don't want to see that. They don't realize that. They don't realize that what a man reads, what he sows. So every time they dish out a gaslight, a guilt trip, any of that verbal abuse, it goes right back around and gets them. That boomerang, okay? And they don't. It's like they don't see it. Their demon spirits see it, but the human host doesn't. They are clueless. They are crept and unaware that they are doing it to themselves. That's another big reason why they don't want to take accountability or responsibility for their own actions. Good. They're crafted unaware that they're doing it to themselves. Ultimately. I should never forget that one. <laughs> okay? So as always, if you all have got any questions, catch this on the replay, you can leave those in the comments below and I will always get to your question as soon as possible. Okay? So that's that on the trauma bond for today. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Till next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father and you. Keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm.